to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Ashwin Magana with your co-host. Cesar Ortega, what up, what up? And this is episode, oh, there's somebody there. Uh, episode 101. We broke it. We did a, oh, I didn't realize there's a lot of people here. Uh, we're recording in my apartment complex really? over here in Oak Park. I was, I, I was going to say the city. I didn't want to expose you. I was going to be like, we know. I'm proud of Oak Park. Park over here. I had a nice neighborhood. I had to bring you out of Nice places to rob. <laughs> It was really nice. Cedar was driving by. It's like, there's some nice houses over here. Oh, shit. Uh, but we have a special guest in the building uh, and brought her chauffeur. Uh, she is not only one of our closest friends we met in college, uh, she also rides deep with the Chola crowd. Uh, with us is Angela Pagan. Hi, I'm not a chola. I just want to get the record straight. I am not a chola. Thank you. No, no disrespect to the chola community, but that's not me. So you, so you, we disenchol us out here? What? We're not I want to set the record straight on this eyebrow bullshit, okay? Okay, well, if you want to set the record straight, send us a photo I of will. the first time you came to Skulls. Oh, I don't know. No one documented that. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no one documented that. We got it. Right. I have pictures. Uh, but no, Angela, Angela's a good friend from ours. Uh, we met at NIU. Uh, we used to uh, lure in Eric. Eric is... Is, is in is in the room, but he refuses to talk. He's scared, um, but he's he's, also, he's one of our fraternity brothers, um, who I, our my room was right next to his room. Was where? What was your room? Was it the corner room? Oh, you did. So that was the, when you guys were on the second floor. But the, the year before was me and Ben Leader sharing that room. Oh yeah, yeah. That just sucked. I can't believe you did that. And it saved me fifty bucks a month. It was not fucking worth it. <laughs> not worth it one bit. I forgot you fucking bunked me with somebody. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Were you like the only one? Because I don't remember yeah. anyone else sharing yeah. a room. Did you yep. save 50 bucks? Save 50 bucks a month, bro. You were struggling back I was then. struggling. Back <laughs> um, but we brought Angela. Uh, she is a journalist for The Takeout. Yeah, it's called The Takeout. The Takeout. Um, and the parent company is The Onion. So it's G&O Media Productions. Um... They own a number of websites, The Onion being like the main oh, one nice. I started. Mm-hmm. But there's uh, a bunch of other sites like Deadspin, Jalopnik, The Root, uh, just like, okay, I think there's like 11 total. Oh, she said Deadspin, I thought she said Beatspin. No. Oh, no. <laughs> that is, that's, Deadspin is the music one, It's right? the sports one. Oh. Yeah, it's sports. What's it called Deadspin for if it's a sport one? Do you guys have like beef with like... Like other like media outlets like like Barstool Sports and like no nah, no nah, I mean like I don't I don't write for Deadspin so they're they're strictly the sports website so mm. any of those writers okay. I don't know maybe but the takeout's like its own thing it's really cool I've been uh, I I the way I got started there was like I had applied for a job um, the the job I now have but I had applied for it got passed up but then the editor in chief at the time liked my application still. And so I just asked, like, if it'd be possible for me to do, like, freelance writing for them. And they said, yeah. So then for, like, a year or so, I just wrote, like, long-form articles for, like, 200 bucks um, each. And then, uh, uh, and then, a, then a pos- like, a permanent position opened up, and I tried again, and I got it. Nice. Cool. So you know what that means? We're going to be talking about food this episode. Uh, me and me and Oscar like our food. You hear that shit? <laughs> we actually never started La Dieta, so... Um, I do. I just continuously eat good. Um, it's just my coping mechanism to stay on fat. Um, <laughs> I I still eat like a college student. You see that? That's what you you brag so much about how you make so good money, and mm-hmm. I and I walk in and there's like my chan cups everywhere. 
So you still out here drinking cola? No, that's the uh, cool. uh, that's <laughs> the one thing that I ain't gonna not, do. Not Coca Cola. I still eat like a cola. like a college student. <laughs> like I'll still have my ramen and my my uh, pizza rolls, but cola's off the off the list. It's off the menu. Yeah, that, off that, the menu. Cola used to clean fucking uh, pipes, but yeah. uh, before before we get into your your journalistic career, um, there's a couple stories I want you to clear the room before um, we we. Start. I feel like we need to stop talking about college. But I feel like the only what your glory is. Bro, you talk about <laughs> I do, I do, but I just, I just want to stop. And there's only one other point of view, to, and then it's Angela, who, who continuously lived in our house for about three years. I didn't live in the house. Bro, I was there a lot. The but I had my own apartment. She rented the room, and Eric was always over. <laughs> but I hope you share this episode so your mom can listen to it. But so she can hear. Ang- Angela was I paid in our for house, my own rent. Um, which you did. I mean, good for you, strong woman. Uh, but you never there. Uh, <laughs> Every every morning, uh, you know, me and Eric, oh, yeah, me and Eric's room were right next to each other. All I heard was banging on the wall, like boom, 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 <laughs> and then all I hear was Oscar. And I'm like, what? He's like, you want to get breakfast? <laughs> Little. So for everyone that doesn't know, Angela never got her driver's license. No. Eric tried to teach her, and Eric was scared. To this day, you haven't gotten that. No, I haven't gotten my license. God dang. Dude, I remember she. Hey, it's okay. You know, hey. You, you, you're an environmentalist, right? You care about the world. <laughs> uh, so she bribed me with food, and that's where that's where I started getting fat. Um, but anyways. Oh, the RTC got cut off, and then you're like, hey, breakfast every morning? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the government money just start going. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but how was, how was, uh, how was the skull house? What, what was your experience being around us? First of all, I didn't always ask you if you wanted to get breakfast. My ass needed a ride to class. And so first I'd ask you, Oscar, are you going to class? And then the days that you said, nah, I'm not trying to go to class, I'd be like, do you want breakfast? <laughs> and I ended up going to class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'd stop at Dunkin', I'd buy you breakfast so that you'd give me a ride to that's class. That's awesome. So that's the clarification there. The house was fine. I did not live there. My you chair. Would you oh. say you spend multiple nights a week there? Yes. But... I always went back to my place to shower because I was not about to shower in y'all's that's, shower yeah, That makes sense. That's, 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 that yeah. makes sense. Respectable. The, those bathrooms were... That was not going to happen. Not the... They're still gross. We, I mean, we cleaned them, but I, I, would, I would not force someone who was like, who didn't want to shower there not to shower there. You had your own shower at home. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Those showers were synonymous with pranks. Nobody could shower in also, peace. Also, yeah, I didn't feel safe Nobody could shower, shower in peace. So, even if Eric was guarding the door... I think somebody would have been like, oh, it's Oscar in there, poop. Oh, this is awesome thing they were supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you see, I didn't give a fuck. I, I'll just show my dick to everyone. Oh, same. 100%. Oh, you want to see my dick? Boom. Crap. It was, uh, Eric took my towel one time, and I was like, give me my fucking towel, man. He's, he's like running down the hallway. I'm like, all right, bet, dude. I'm like, oh, is Angela in your, in your room? No, yeah. There was, <laughs> there was times where I'd be like, I'd be like in Eric's room, and he'd be like, yeah, don't go in the hallway. They're just like dicks so out in the I, hallway. I, I legit was like, I was butt naked, like, what is hell down the hallway? And his room was like right, right real close to the to the bathroom. So uh, he was down the hallway laughing his ass off because he took my towel. I'm like, oh, bro, is Angela here? You just hear Angela like scramble off the bed like, don't come in here! Don't come in here! And then, <laughs> Eric was like, all right, all right, all right, we're done here. The, the funniest thing was that like it was so easy to break into our rooms with like a little credit card, yeah. credit card that Eric had like a little string they put on his on his door. Well, no, his lock broke. I remember he tied like a, a cord or something around the door. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, he's going, hey. Go on, join us, bro. Come on, let's do it, bro. 
But I remember, I remember that he'd have it like tied around the door. You guys tried to bust in one time, and it was like it was like a, a like space between the door and the wall, like mm-hmm. opened up so you could like peek in. Like I have my favorite memory, out. and I think they know which one I'm talking about. I know, is, I know exactly which one you're going to talk. Our, about. our boy Dathan, uh, being the uh, the house uh, Amish building stuff people built Eric a nice tall bed. Uh, so he can hide some stuff under it. Uh, so, <laughs> so I one time realized that the door was open. And I think they were coming up the stairs or something. So I'm like, let me let me hide under the bed. And they didn't see me. You put you, you put stuff in front of me. No, it was already in front of me. He so had like, like bins and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, so they yeah, couldn't yeah. see me. So I was like, all right, let me hide here, and I'm I'm definitely gonna like scare them. And they get into the room, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so funny. And then they like start laying there, and I'm just like. What if they start studying the Bible? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, let me get out of here. And I think Angela was almost like pissed herself because she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "It was supposed to be a prank, but I was the one that was gonna get the joke played on me." Like that shit was it was scary because they were very close to studying the Bible. <laughs> we all we did was start kissing, but I think that immediately tipped you off to like maybe I should make some noise. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was. I think what I said was like, "I'm down here. I'm down here." <laughs> Oh, oh, so I learned my lesson not to prank anyone. Never hide under the bed again. Oh. This show was so scary. <laughs> my my favorite memory was that when I bought Eric Bulls tickets for his birthday. No, you didn't. Um, okay, we go. We're gonna tell that story. We're gonna tell that story. So okay. I bought. No, Eric, you didn't. Right, nope. Let me tell my nope. side, nope. and you can tell your side. Nope. I bought Eric Bulls tickets for his birthday. The night before his birthday, I actually bought him another bottle of what's that fucking Burnett's. Burnett's like pineapple, and. <laughs> He was like, I need a mixer, huh? So I had this flat-ass, like, Sprite. Like, it was, like, generic Sprite from, like, 7-Eleven. And he's like, here you go. And he drank all of it. Puked his brains out. Couldn't recognize where he was. Probably had alcohol poisoning. Most likely. The next morning, um, Angela was like, yo, can you help me get Eric, you know, up and, you know, sobered up? And I was like, nah, deuces. (laughs) (laughs) About deuces. Oh, my God. And then... They, were, they almost missed a game. We almost, yeah, yeah. I think we literally missed, which honestly is probably one of the best parts. We missed the intro where, like, they announced the starting lineup. And, like, yeah. We did. We made it in time, though. I mean, like, we still saw the whole game. But to clarify, I bought Eric Bulls tickets for his birthday. And the problem was I didn't want my mom to see that I would spent that kind of money on Bulls tickets. And so I asked... Oscar to put it on his card so and then I sent him the money. I sent him the money. Oscar bought him, bro. The thing is, I think Angela was always there for some of our, our funniest moments and that's what makes me laugh is that you probably have stories for days. I was just like in the background. Like if yeah. you guys bring up a story, I'm probably like, oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Like I was there. What, what were you doing when we got our ass beat for Biologies? What, were, what, were, what was your Oh, we, we tossed the names out there. Okay, I, I was just going to say when you guys got into a fight no. with another oh, fraternity, but we, we, we out here You're so salty. You're over here trying to get my, me to what play my, ODs, and I'm like, hey, bro. One of my best friends is still an OD. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But what, what what was your... So, for... I'm pretty sure we told the story. But we got we got our ass beat by another got fraternity. I got my ass beat by another fraternity. I'm pretty sure Eric got hit once or twice. Eric got popped in the face. He's like, I don't even live here. <laughs> 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 my girlfriend's room. <laughs> So what was, what was going in in your mind when 
all that shit was happening. Oh, I'm still salty to this day about that. <laughs> I was so mad that night when that all went down. Because it was stupid. Like, the whole thing, it was your fault. But it was, it was Oscar and Jared's fault. I put it more on Jared. Jared, Jared however, definitely. however, the way it escalated, the way it escalated was not your fault. Like it was just dumb shit. But the fight itself was also pretty shitty too. You had a fire extinguisher in your hand. I was gonna kill someone. Yeah, <laughs> this man grabbed the fire extinguisher. Allegedly, he was gonna kill. He was allegedly gonna kill. No, I'm pretty sure the, the statue of limitations already. No. <laughs> no, we are not past the century. I'm pretty sure you can't. It was self-defense. They entered our home. <laughs> okay, so what no, happened? No, the thing I'm most salty about from that night is that, like, so, you know, the cops came. We all, like, I made a statement and everything, that whole thing. And then come to find out, like, the next day or whatever, one of the, the main instigator of the fight from ODs went around telling people that, yeah, he saw me, like, there that night and that I was so drunk off my ass and like that I probably didn't remember anything because I was just so messed up funny story uh the night before that whole fight went down I had really really bad food poisoning (laughs) and Oscar saw me (laughs) (laughs) Oscar saw me the night before because I was at Skulls I was spending the night with Eric and I was in the bathroom at like 4 a.m throwing up from this food poisoning and I remember because Oscar came in he was like you okay? I was just like yeah I was just like on the floor y'all's like, bathroom the, the, the like bathroom that yeah. clean? No, no she didn't make it she was she, I was upstairs she, she had to go across like bolted oh like, you were in the bad bathroom okay yeah. Yeah, our bathroom yeah, okay. so my point Sorry. is though like I was so sick that night before that the next night when the fight happened I was completely sober I wasn't trying to drink because I was recovering from yeah. fucking food poisoning so I always thought it was like bullshit that this dude went around telling people I was so drunk and I was like I was dead sober <laughs> for that entire oh, thing so I think one of my favorite memories is also I don't even know if you were there for it oh actually you were there for it I think you might have been chilling in Eric's room and we, I, we said we were going to talk about it but uh, there was one night that we just decided to bully the shit out of Eric uh, actually, we didn't decide to believe the shit out of Eric. We oh, just, we just, we just, so in the fraternity, right? We were fucking fratty as hell, right? We, we decided, were, we were not shut up, shut up. We were the most fratty frat ever that we decided to play Super Smash Brothers nightly. Religiously. Uh, there, 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 was, there was a house ranking. Like, Oscar was probably the best player. And then, like, Poncho and everything. And then, like. Is this before me- or after you quit playing? Well, after you fed me? Yeah, after you <laughs> fed uh, you to exactly. keep playing. After, definitely after. Uh, then, like, it, it was, like, me and then Eric and then Luis and then this other uh, guy in the fraternity called uh, Nazi Hunter. Uh, Shout out to Nazi Hunter. He's still out there fighting, yeah, the, fighting yeah. the good fight. Clarification, so, uh, he dislikes Nazis. He is not yeah. a Nazi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, name is misleading. <laughs> it is. Um, so I think at that night, again, we always try to play Oscar because Oscar was the best player, and he'd whip our ass. So Eric... Uh, played against Oscar. He's like, man, fuck you, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll beat Caesar. Let me beat the shit out of Caesar. I bet. <laughs> and I just happened to beat him. And he's like, eh, fuck it, bro. Let me beat. Let me beat let, Luis. Let me beat Luis because Luis was under him, and Luis <laughs> miraculously beat him. He's like, fuck it. Let me beat Nazi Hunter. <laughs> and Nazi Hunter, he like three owed him, bro. bro we we all just. Be, and Eric is a very good gamer. Eric is inherently just good. He has good hands. His lower body is not... Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> He's good with his hands. Um, so I think, and at this time is when we, for some reason, found some chalk, and we were chalking up everyone's doors. Oh, yeah. So we all started writing on 
Eric's door. He, he, he went to his room, mad as hell. He didn't want to play no more. So we were there outside of his room, like a fucking pack of hyenas laughing, writing on his fucking door, you fucking suck, like you got beat by Nazi Hunter, this and that. And Angela's like, bro, can y'all stop being mean to him? He's getting mad at me. I'm like, hey, all right, bro, don't take that out. Man. <laughs> Eric, would you like to rebuttal? <laughs> um, but other than Angela being around our house, she she was definitely participating in most of our bullshit philanthropies. Um, yeah. that, that some would say it was money laundering because I don't. I don't there was know. definite <laughs> money laundering before I was president. Okay. But other than that, um, you had you were in the, the school newspaper. Yes, it was. Was that your was that the beginning of your career in journalism, or did your journalism career started before college? Way before, actually. I mean, like I guess I'm one of those lucky or weird people that always kind of knew what I wanted to do because I always knew I wanted to write and then um, my senior year of high school you got to choose like you know like your electives or whatever and one of the classes that they offered was a journalism class so I was like oh screw it like I'll, I'll try that that sounds nice so I took the class and then immediately I was like all right yeah this is gonna be my major when I go to uh, college man, man, you wrote when you speak good, you <laughs> writes good, writes good. <laughs> and then you knew you wanted to be a journalist and you want to be a librarian <laughs> The inside joke between me and Angela is that we share the same birthday. We're both yes. August nine babies, uh, and we're both we both fall under the communications umbrella. Umbrella, yeah. Uh, and she will refute that as much as she wants. I so, fall under the umbrella, but I was not a communications major. A communica- I was a journalism you were, you were major. A communications major. All right, she she writes real good. I speaks real good, uh, and that's the, the, the thing. So. Angela hustled while you watched Netflix. I was going to say, yeah, I, I worked like watched, a full-time job okay. in college. I had all my shit written down and ready to be spoken at a moment's notice. I, you binge-watched so, Netflix. Because I had already done my homework and my assignments. Get out of here, all right? Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, after that uh, journalism class in like senior year, I pretty much knew what I wanted to do. I guess the only difference was though, when I started at NIU, I initially thought I was going to do broadcast journalism. Oh. And then I was like, nah, I'm not about that. Like, I can't, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to work with cameras. I don't want none of that. So I ended up like pretty much focusing all my classes on like written journalism, which was great. And then uh, I think it was literally like, I only had one semester at NIU before I ended up on the paper and started writing for the paper and just like eventually ended up at editor-in-chief like by senior year, which was cool. It was a lot of work. I say, was it was it stressful? Like, w- w- did you get paid? Yeah, but like, you get paid bullshit. <laughs> it's not even like, it's not even worth anything. I think it was like the most minimum of minimum wages possible. Mm-hmm. Even though, and then that was the other thing was like, we'd be working like, Hella overtime. Eric picked me up sometimes at like two in the morning from, from the <laughs> For what you paying me, I clock out at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'd be there till like two AM and there's no way I was getting paid from like the time that I came in to two AM. That wasn't happening. You guys want to talk about like gaining weight in fucking college. I was eating double cheeseburgers at two AM like every Sunday because I was hungry as shit coming off of like do, working do at the newspaper. No. Do I what? Do you concur? You concur. But she gained weight. Well, I mean... That's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up, bro. No, we... I mean, I gained weight. Yeah, we all... We all gained weight. We just... Me and CJ never lost it. No. Uh, We're out here putting in the work, and we're over here... Working. Working on eating some more. (laughs) (laughs) Which, um... Transitioning after college, uh, you worked at... 
where your mom works now, which is the Britannica. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Encyclopedia Britannica, and no longer uh, they have a nepotism clause now, so I can't work there. Really? Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Wait, 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 wait. What, does, what does that mean? That, it means that word. like you can't hire. <laughs> <It's> like, <a laughs> <big word. laughs> I know Eric didn't know that <laughs> shit. Eric's over here like, yeah, nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around, like, I know what that shit means. Nepotism is like the concept of like hiring like your your kid, your yeah. cousin, your family, basically allowing like people to hire like their family you members. Get grandfathered in if you were already working there. Well, I mean, I would work there like the first time I started working there had nothing. And just to be clear, I never worked under my mother. Yeah. Um, that was part of like the legality yeah. of it. Is like I couldn't report to her. Yeah. I never worked in like the same. Uh, I never reported to her. When I first worked there, I got an internship there, and they have a set internship program that I applied to, interviewed with separate people, so I didn't work for my mom. We just worked in the same company. Yeah. Um, But yeah, straight out of college, I worked in the legal department, but not for her. I technically reported to her boss. Okay. And I was just doing like a lot of like contract filing. So basically, I would just like read contracts and then input the information into their filing system. Terrible, super boring. No offense to the legal community, it was not my thing. I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there though, because it just like I didn't go to school for that. Like that's not what yeah. I'm here for. Um, and then after that, I got a job at a content marketing agency, which is a lot closer to like what okay. I wanted to be doing. Damn, um, yeah. So did they fire you after they implemented the clause? <laughs> no, 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 no. That 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 actually just got, happened recently. She told me is like something they were going to start implementing was a nepotism class. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful for having worked there because yeah. it's a you know it's a well known company. Yeah. It was a good name to have on my resume, yeah. and good experience to have. Because overall, like now when I get hired places, like yeah, I ask my mom to look over my contracts, but I can kind of look them over myself and get a general sense of like what I'm signing up for. So that's helpful. Shout out to uh, shout out to Angela's mom. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this, I miss you. <laughs> where your mom's at? Where your mom's at? Oscar's actually friends with my mom on Facebook. We are, bro. She, I, I, every, every no, time, you already know what she said. Every, every, every birthday, I say happy birthday. She's like, thank you, Miko. I'm, I'm in there, bro. Uh, yeah, you're married now. So. I am married, buddy. So. Chill. Yeah. Chill. Um, but, so... From the Britannica, you said you went to a, a marketing. Yeah, a content marketing agency. What, um, what, what is that like? Just explain it to me. It's still marketing. They had clients, but a lot of uh, places will want like on their websites a dedicated like blog spot or whatever. And depending on the type of client, it could be like for example, a lot of the ones I did were like financial services, so like mm-hmm. banks. Um, and if you go to their website, they have like a, a section that's all about like you know, how-tos on your finances and stuff. So they'd hire us to write those articles. Like, I'd still, you know, I'd interview uh, people at the bank, like, hire up, like, execs and stuff, and then write these articles about, like, how to manage your credit card debt or how to save up for a house or something like That's that. Really cool. So, I mean, it was it was pretty cool starting off. And then after a certain point, I was like, I really don't want to write about financial services. Not to mention when I first started, I was like, they expect me, who just came out of college with, like, 20-something K in, you know, student loan debt to sit here and tell people how to manage their credit card debt. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Don't I was just people. like, what? There was, there was like a couple ones that I had to write about investing. I don't know shit about investing. Nothing to this day. <laughs> You're like, here's, I, my, here's yeah. my boyfriend to tell you about crypto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got nothing on that. Not my, not my forte. But I will say that is the plus side to like journalism. You become an expert in certain mm. 
like topics just from doing research on mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool for a while. And then COVID hit. Yep. And then COVID hit and I got laid off. Motherfucker. It wasn't, I mean, like, honestly, worst feeling of my life. I'd never been let go from anywhere. I'd never, just never. And I, I remember I, like, cried that day. I was so upset. And the weird thing was, it was like, I, I kept trying to tell myself, and I, I shouldn't even have had to, but, like, had nothing to do with my performance. My own boss got fired. Um, or let go, I mean. And she'd been there for, like, eight plus years. God damn. So it had nothing to do with our performance or, yeah. like, anything we were doing. It was just, like, COVID hit hard. And I still remember, like, the week. It's so nuts to think about, like, the week they sent us home to, like, quarantine or whatever for, like, they sent an email. It was like, yeah, everyone take your laptops home. Everyone's going to work from home. We expect this to be, like, two weeks. Flash forward, like, a fucking year later, we're yeah. still working from yeah. home and shit. So... It was just crazy because then, you know, I got laid off while working remotely. So the next time I came into the office to drop off my shit was the last time I ever walked in there. Like, it was just over. So, yeah, that was that was a crazy time. And then uh, after that, I was like unemployed for a few months before I found uh, a job at Discovery Education. And that was pretty that was nice. I was I was happy to get the job just because like I'd been unemployed. So I was really like. I don't know. I don't like to not work that shit. Yeah. I was going crazy. Eric knows. Like you weren't you weren't there hustling in the streets like a cholo. No, no. no. The streets like, were not calling my name. She's like, I told you I was never going back. Which I was trying to make Eric Shout laugh. out to the <laughs> sidewalks. They kept me off the streets. Brother, I, 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 <laughs> I told Danielle this every time. I'm like, I'm from the streets, bro. Like, I'm good at the streets. And she's like, bro, you didn't have sidewalks. Like, you have no choice but to be in the streets. Bro, you came from my girlfriend. Like, Shut the fuck up, bro. Um, They're talking about, I'm from the streets. I'm from Aurora. I'm in the gang. I was in the gang. What gang? You know what? It's a long story. I, I, jumped, I jumped somebody. It's a long story. That, for sure, has passed the statute of limitations. You jumped somebody or you got jumped? I, I jumped mean, somebody. I've only ever witnessed you getting jumped different different i almost did get jumped again actually no we were going to jump somebody in your formal semi-formal yes. eric, eric was there we yes. almost, we almost i do remember somebody. that the fuck are we gonna jump at the semi-formal? that's a long story that's a long story oh, that's a whole other story yeah but it, it came down to i i put a uh, shout out to my boy henry he's a, he's out there that's amazing. um I, I put i put henry in the middle and like in the front of their house every day and that guy would not leave his house. Just like on surveillance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just posted there, just waiting oh, for that guy to yeah, leave. Uh, but anyways, um, why didn't you ever like say fuck it? I'm just gonna do like a blog, or I'm just gonna do my own thing. Like, I guess I never really found like that specific thing initially. Like, I never had that one thing that I was like, you know what, I'm not an expert, but like this is my yeah, this is my category. This is what I'm gonna like own or whatever i feel like some people with blogs have to either like something enough to to write about in different ways and then there's the narcissists that are like here's my life yeah here's what i do every day and i mean there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time i was like i and especially coming from a very strict journalism background like going from newspaper to a marketing there's still none of your opinion in that Mm -hmm. all of that is straight up you know facts you're not putting any sort of i statements in that so my biggest thing was like I was always really afraid to like put my own personality into my writing at a certain point because I was just like I don't know I don't think I have the creativity for that I still to this day don't think like I I think I could write a book in the future 
but I don't think it's gonna be like I'm not gonna deliver you Harry Potter. Like that's not happening. Would I you don't... be more like a nonfiction person then? Yeah, I would definitely base something off of my life experiences or someone else's even, like, you know, ghostwriting for like an autobiography or something like that. Like I could maybe do that in the future, who knows? But I definitely wouldn't be delivering you like fantasy yeah. you know, fiction writing. I probably some, can't. Some virgin shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that was probably why I never started my own blog in any way, because I just, I never really found that, like, niche that was mine. A long, a long time ago, when I was, when I first started this podcast, I, I, had, I still have an imagine of, like, this media group, or, like, and I still want to make multi, like, I mean, me and CJ talk about making a movie podcast with a, and I, I'll probably bring Rafika in for that one, but, like, a part of me also wants to make, like, a, like a, like a blog, like a, like a yeah. website. I always imagine just like like Andrew, just take care of that. <laughs> Go write about something. Sports podcast over here. Dude, I, you know what? I don't. Really, I don't. Really, I don't. Really, I, any take that Eric has about basketball, I refuse to 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 accept it. I just. I, oh, wow. I, I, <laughs> but there's one take I I was hard on. I, I had a fucking boner about a fucking take, and I told this man when Ben Simmons gets fucking drafted, he's gonna be the best in the league. I, I put a hundred dollars. I still owe Eric a hundred dollars. That boy was a fucking bust, bro. <laughs> I swear yeah, to God. I don't remember that. Bet, so it's, but it's a, worth <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you should be at the sports podcast. Uh, <laughs> he won that bet. But anyways, uh, before we, I'm just gonna do a quick, a quick uh, commercial break. Eric, do you think the Bulls are back? They're 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 pretty good, but uh, you know. They're they're back, but I wouldn't say they're completely back. You know, they have a great start, but they still got to work on the chemistry. It's there defensively. They're there, but it's their go-to guy is Zach, but who's going to be their their second or third go-to guy? DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, it seems that way, but, you know, last, was it yesterday night's performance against the Warriors? Bro, the Warriors is a, like, they're a 10-1. Yeah, but I think Vooch needs to make a bigger presence, and he's yeah. had a slow start to the season. So it's yeah. it's, it's really going to come down to Vooch or, or, or Demar. You know? And then what what is your top five crypto coins out there right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this, this, is, this, is, this is this is not a financial uh, podcast. podcast. This is or, not financial or, or advice. advice. We are not liable. Top five coins. Top five coins. You can't say Bitcoin. You can't say either. Okay, I can't hear those two. You know, I would say my opinion right now. Cardano, polka dot. Uh, let's see. I gotta think about this one. Well, All right, you, you pick two at the end of the podcast. We'll we'll get to we'll the, do the last three. All right, back to uh, from commercial break. So, yeah, yeah, bro, you gotta think about it. You, On the commercial, you, you're nervous. <laughs> you're nervous. Um, so we all love food. Yes, we all love food. Uh, to this day, once in a while, I just hit. Angela, when she posts about food, like, when are we going to start La Dieta? And she said, tomorrow. Which I'll be like, bet. But, what made you, like, get into the takeout? Like, what, I know you did freelancing and all that stuff. Yeah, but, like, yeah. What, you were saying, like, I, this is my niche and I want to, you know, move it's, my career that way. For me, it was the personality of the website that I loved um, when I was looking for jobs. So, the way I found the takeout was, like, those months that I was unemployed, I was going fucking crazy just going applying to like all the jobs I could find that had anything to do with you know journalism and like where I wanted to go um and then I saw the job posting for the takeout they were looking for a staff writer um and it was honestly like the perfect combination of what I wanted to do and what I already had in background like journalism wise 
And I figured, you know, this is a great opportunity for me to finally, like, have my opinion, you know, out there in my writing and stuff. And the initial application was actually kind of creative, too, I remember, because you had to pitch three ideas. And in the job description, it linked to uh, a previous article that the old editor-in-chief had written about how the takeout started. This, like, really long article about how they started the website, what the whole mission of the website was and whatever and so it was like we highly recommend that you read this before you pitch us three ideas and so I read through that really long article and the whole time I was just like you know what this sounds really really cool so like the whole personality is like they don't I don't write uh reviews or articles about like Michelin star like restaurants downtown or anything like that they review shit like you know fast food stuff like new Uh, plant-based burgers that come out from fast food joints and stuff like that and it's just kind of like it's it's really cool recipes and just general like food stuff with the kind of personality that it's accessible to everyone you know and that was the part that I liked the most because it was like they even put in the job description like you don't actually have to have a background in food to be a writer here it's more about like what you bring to the table in terms of your writing and your unique perspective on things So that was kind of what drew me into the takeout specifically. And then uh, it was surprisingly like easy for me to just start thinking because they really, they thrive on nostalgia. So like the first article I wrote for them was about the McGrath and like what happened to it. (laughs) So if you want to, obviously you can always, we can always link the article, but if you want to summarize it. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Sometimes, like, what, what happened to the McGrath? Was, so, was there, what, what I mean, was the politics behind the McGrath? <laughs> Honestly, it just, like, it, it grew in popularity. Like, the reason they uh, brought it out was, like, sort of a result of bad publicity from, like, uh, the documentary series, like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, super Size Me. Yeah. And other documentaries like that that kind of outed McDonald's as, like, super unhealthy, which... To be honest, I mean, cool documentaries and everything, but who didn't know that yeah. already? I, anyone who genuinely thought McDonald's was, like, healthy eating, I don't know what you were thinking. But, <laughs> so after that, and in response to this kind of uptick in our generation, I guess, like, the millennial generation looking for, like, healthier options, they came out with a McGrath. And it was successful initially, you know, it was pretty popular, but then, you know, that initial popularity of, like, oh, cool, new item kind of dwindled. And it honestly came down to efficiency. I didn't know this, and I mean, it makes total sense with fast food. They can literally time how long it takes them to assemble like a regular, just like McDouble or whatever. And so doing that, they had the same process for a McWrap and timing it out. They were like, it's not efficient. There's too much variables. All the different like fresh aspects of a McWrap was actually costing them more money than it was making them. So they just discontinued them. You know, fun fact about food is that uh, Costco still sells their hot dog and drink for $1.50 for almost 30 years. Um, and they actually lose $30 million because doing of that. that. Yeah. Doing that. But it brings up, like, some, like, I can be like, yo, let's go get a slice of pizza at Costco and get, like, a, like a, like a hot dog for, like, you know, five bucks. But then you're like, oh, you know what? I need eggs. I need this. I need that. Mm-hmm. By the time you go to the food court, you already spend, like, $200 and you go spend, like, Six bucks that, like, it's obviously just all profit at that point. Yeah. Um, I also saw, like, a TikTok or something, and I, th- I told Eric about it. And, it, again, it's one of those things that, like, it makes sense, but I just never thought about it. And it was something about how the psychology of, like, Costco, like, when you walk in, all the big-name 
like stuff like the huge TVs and the couch and all the really pricey shit is at the front. Mm -hmm. And you see that your mind sees those big ass price tags. And then as you're walking through the rest of Costco in the back of your mind, everything else looks like such a deal compared to like that two grand that you could possibly drop on a TV. Mm -hmm. So you're more likely to spend on stuff you didn't plan on buying because in your mind you're like, Oh, well I'm getting it for a deal compared to that two grand, you know, plasma. It's the same concept as like Walmart does, like by putting the milk in the back, because you have to walk through the whole store before you, you see, can get to yeah, it. Yeah, and then you yeah. see, and you're like, I'm just here for some milk, and you're like, holy shit, look at that. that shit. Yeah, so there's like you, a whole psychology to it. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? Talking about psychology, I also found out that like Coca Cola pays a lot of money for their products to be on the top. Oh really? Rather than be on the bottom, because like when you walk into like the gas station, the first thing you see is like. Like the top. Yeah, that's the true. Top. You don't really look down at the yeah, bottom. You don't look, and once you look at down, that's when you start seeing like the the off brand stuff or like the 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 random like NOS energy drink. But you have the Monster and the Red Bulls on the top. Um, what do you do? You still drink energy drinks like that? Yeah. What do you drink? Monster uh, Energy, uh, sugar free. And it doesn't make did, me crash. Did you, did you, did you listen to our podcast last week? I listened to the last the most two recent episodes. We're so. also food blockers, and we. Before, I do know you do your food reviews. And I'm going to do one this... Uh, we're actually going to go to um, a, a fancy restaurant this, this tonight. Um, I forgot what it's called. They don't know. But... No, we we, uh, we, uh, we rated the gingerbread snap. You should try oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys did try that Disgusting. one out. Yeah. Mountain Dew ginger, gingerbread snap. Try it out. Disgusting. Gross. Yeah, I'm going to get them one of the hot Cheeto ones, though. The yeah. yeah. That's nasty. Um, I want to try out the Megan the Stallion <laughs> Popeye sandwich. Yeah, my coworker did. We were supposed to do a taste test together, but Eric and I went to the Popeyes uh, by our apartment to try it, for me to try it, and we were in the drive-through line, and they were like, "We're out of it," and I was supposed to try the nuggets with the with the sauce, the hottie sauce, and I was like, "Okay, well, can I get like the sandwich?" Because technically, the sandwich is just like dipped in the sauce, yeah. and they were like, "No, we're out like completely," and I was like, "Damn, okay." That's, that's gonna be the the uh, sandwich that heals Eric's knees. Heals <laughs> my knees. Uh, what's what's the what's your hottest take when it comes to food oh shit uh, I think I've put it I've put it all over the site already is that I I put ketchup on my hot dogs and I know I'm not supposed to do that being from Chicago but I don't care I also am not a huge fan of the Chicago style hot dog it's not it's not big for me pineapples on pizza I've had it with his family, actually. My family never, never did the pineapple on pizza. He's, I'm, he's key, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm not no, like, from the <laughs> it's not something I'd order. I guess I wouldn't like, you know, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't put it against anyone who does it, but it's not my, it's not my thing. Mexican or Puerto Rican food? Ooh, I don't know, both. No, you gotta pick one. It's gotta be both. Gotta I'm one. both. I can't. You I can't. I can't. Yeah, choose decide. a favorite parent. Choose one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now my mom really can't listen to this. <laughs> She's gonna be like, "Why didn't you openly say me?" <laughs> uh, all right, all right. What Puerto Rican food do you, to this day, like? I hate it. I don't think there's one, and that's the thing. I want to explore more my Puerto Rican side and like more that food. Like we went to Puerto Rico, and I got to try like mofongo, which was really good. And I have a godmother who makes amazing Puerto Rican food. Um, she had, like, a, a food truck for a little while. Uh, but I haven't really, like, gotten to explore that much food on the Puerto Rican side. So I want to and kind of understand it better. Because I definitely have grown up eating more Mexican food than I ever did Puerto so Rican. So what Mexican food do you absolutely hate? Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm bogus. I don't like spicy shit. So, like, I can't fuck with, like, salsa. That's right. Like, That's picante. Right. I, hate no, I, I hate nopales. Nopales are good. What, what, what do you hate? Oh, um, 
It's not even a Mexican food, bro. I just hate crema. I'm like, I'm really? Crema. I hate crema and I hate uh, avocado. It's dairy, I can't. No one's in the question, dog. <laughs> 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 like, I don't hate it, but I just can't. She <laughs> hates me. I used to put crema on everything as a kid. I got I got better about it. Like when I got older, I think I realized like how terrible it is for you, and so I went lighter on it. But as a kid, crema. On all or my, or when somebody's not, like, oh, we're having like. Whatever, like I usually just eat the meat by itself. What, what am I, I don't want to make. I don't want to build a taco. I just want. You don't Is that too much work? You, you, you shouldn't. Yeah. You don't put cebolla, salsa. You don't uh-huh. put I just want to like tear into it. Cebolla, like. cilantro. What, no. what Mexican food do you not like? It's for me. I don't think it's not that. Uh, I don't like it. There's just things I refuse to eat because they just don't look appetizing. Fresh so like one would be like no bothers. Like I'm yeah, just yeah. no hell no. Don't give me that. The other one, I'm sure there's gonna be a hot take in the Mexican community. Which is like chile rellenos. Yeah, know. you know I don't. Yeah, know, that's yeah. just me. I know people be eating that. But. I know people like I know chile rellenos is like you know like you know your your chile they put queso and then like they put batter with with uh, fried with with yeah. fried with egg right. Yeah. Bro, I remember I pulled up to uh, Marco's apartment in Aurora once and that motherfucker had it in a soup. Oh. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like bro, what a soup, bro. I'm like that's just soggy, bro. What the fuck's wrong with you? Oh no, I just thought about it. I for a long time and I still don't think I've ever had it. I refuse to eat lengua. Lengua's fire. Oh I won't God. touch it because when I was younger, I remember seeing the actual, like the straight up cow yeah. tongue, oh, yeah. like sitting in a pot cooking. Oh, and my cousins like dared it. me to touch it because they could tell, like I was looking at it like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And they were like, touch it, touch it, go ahead, touch it. And I was like, no, I don't want to touch it. And they were like trying to force me to like touch it while it was cooking in the pot. And I like barely touched it with my finger. And I was like, oh, hell no, no, nope, never. See so if you want a taco de, de oco or taco de lengua. I hate I hate Mexicans that don't like menudo. Just, bro, I just, love I love menudo. Just, just grow up. Just grow up. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to eat it. Why? It's it's I get it. I just it's, it's just sounds on that. Do you do you fuck with tacos de tripas? Uh, like, what are tripas? I mean, yeah, <laughs> tripas? What the fuck are tripas, dog? No. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, that's hey, like, to be honest, bro, I don't really like high school stuff. Probably, I don't, I don't know. He switched caps. Tripa. No, bro, my noodle is fucking fire. His family is more pozole. My mom one time was all like, oh, I'll make you pozole for like something or whatever. And then bailed up just fucking bailed on me and I was like I ain't never gonna forget this shit so for, for my last birthday hot as hell during the summer you I'm were like, like where's I want my pozole, pozole though. I want my pozole hot as hell, Bro, hot as hell. middle of like, August oh, like, oh yeah it's fucking delicious sweating over the pozole but uh Actually, yeah, I wrote an article about that, too. Like, the differences between pozole and menudo. And, like, how some people tend to... Like, families, at least, I noticed. Because, like, his family is more pozole. They don't really eat menudo at all, as far as I know. No, I think my dad does. But, like, they don't buy it anymore, so... Yeah. Well, you know what I don't know? Just but, like, I grew up, I grew up eating menudo. menudo. I never I never had pozole until I, like, so was I, with him and I his love, family. I love my menudo and everything. What I can never understand was, like... My mom would be like, oh, like... Patas de puerco for my dad. Like I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, bro, yeah. dads only get patas de puerco. Why? Bro, my dad got it, and then like, obviously when my parents separate, my mom was like, "Get la pata." I'm like, oh, "No, I'm not the man of the house yet." You can take this no. shit. <laughs> I'm not ready. Uh, what was, was another hot take I wanted to bring up? Deep dish or regular pizza? Oh. Like from like the, the Chicago like yeah you know, yeah like Chicago flat, yeah or yeah. like deep dish. Um. Deep dish on special occasions only. Yeah. I think most people think that people from 
in the Chicagoland area only eat deep dish. Yeah. No, that that went wild on the internet, and yeah. people were like, they they got to understand out here that like that deep dish, like Giordano's and whatever, yeah. like that is special occasion pizza. We don't like be ordering that yeah. on, on the regular just for like when you have people over, you don't order deep dish. That's fucking yeah. weird. Um. It's also expensive as hell. Hell yeah. I I'm actually Illuminati's fan. Over, over Illuminati? Illuminati? Illuminati, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another one. Um, yeah, I believe it's Luminati's, just to clarify. What? It's Luminati's. Luminati's. But you said Illuminati. No, I said Luminati's. No, bro. Y'all can't hear good. Y'all ass can't enunciate. Oh wait, you gonna conj- you gonna conjugate? Conjugate, bro. What, what was that? What I was trying to you say? Did it, you did it. You did it some other time. No, I was trying. No, congregate. Con- you meant to say congregate. Yeah. Congregate. What did I say? Conjugate. Conjugate. Bro, skulls are uh, not known for their spelling and uh, speaking skills. Bro, I <laughs> no, we're not. No, I'm talking about myself. Fucking um, transitioning uh, to yeah. more journalism. Um, let's talk about fake news. Mm. How do you feel about fake news? I mean... what is, Can you explain to me what fake news is from your perspective of being in, in, in like the journalism media realm? I don't know. That's, that, that was really rough. Like when you sent me like the, the topics we'd cover and whatever, it was like, I don't, I don't want to paint myself as any kind of expert. I will not be speaking well for the journalism community as a whole. Um, I just felt like when that all took off, when the whole phrase of like, fake news, this idea of demonizing people, journalists who work in, you know, that field. I just think it's fucking ridiculous because, you know, this is coming from people who have zero background, zero knowledge on what it takes to be a journalist, the kind of work that, you know, gets put into that. And not to mention the fact that, you know, journalists are meant to be kind of like, I don't want to say like the middlemen, but... That yeah, it's the space between like the people in power and uh, and the the people. You know, we do research, we look into you know the we we're able to get certain information that average people don't always know where to go. You know, and we put that information together and we put it out there. It's it's so weird to me that <laughs> it was so easy for someone in a position of power to sit there and point fingers at journalists are meant to keep their power in check and could just sit there and tell people like oh no they're they're the enemy they're making shit up for what for what what do what do journalists like what do true journalists have to gain from lying to people about the people in power like it just doesn't really make sense to me and i see that in the library as well because i mean i am trying to serve a community who wants information and i try to find them the most accurate and correct information possible but so many people like will ask about political stuff and I like, find them the stuff that they want and it doesn't confirm their bias. They're like, nope, that's fake no, news. Yep. That's fake news. So I agree with you that the fake news is less about articles being actually fake or anything, but it's about people who who fell for this man's lies and everything, yeah. demonized real journalists, and now believe these other journalists or whatever like news hosts that spew the craziest shit that is another reason i kind of leaned away from broadcast journalism no again no no offense to people who who work in that field i just kind of feel like at times especially nowadays 
broadcast journalism has evolved into more commentary than news reporting Mm -hmm. and that's not what it's supposed to be and not to mention people viewing that don't always understand where that segment ends and the real news starts like the parts where journalists are sitting there having full conversations commenting on a story some people out there are watching that thinking this is all facts this isn't just you know someone's opinion this is all facts not just that going like again I feel like broadcast journalists or like news anchors or anything oftentimes have to keep their emotions in check right even, yeah. though, even though they're displaying like they're talking about a school shooting or anything and it could be distressing to them they have to keep some sort of professionalism and then you have these anchors or these these journalists like the Alex Jones and everything that fucking spew out this vitriol and hatred that is just terrible and they're spewing shit out of their ass that is like just the dumbest shit ever. But well, and sometimes they have to, like, them. they have to fill space. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, the camera's focused on something. Nothing's really happening. They're filming, like, a government building. They're waiting for someone to walk out or a meeting to be over. And the news, you know, reporter, the correspondent or whoever has to sit there and fill that time. And so what are they going to fill it with that's just coming off the dome? Like, yeah. and sometimes it's bullshit. Like, sometimes it's they're so they're literally just trying to fill the space while they're still on camera. Mm. And it just and those are these the, the same attention grabbers that the people spew back. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, like here's the truth, or here's this, and they're like, that's fucking fake news. Like so and so said this, and so and so said your dude's a fucking like, like rapist or a pedophile. Fuck our tweet the other day. The the, the tweet you tagged me in. Well, that, you, I don't, bro, I was so. This dude got was, mad over a, a like, Twitter bot. So a Twitter bot. So, yeah. So I, so there was a tweet that said Jason Momoa. And Dave Bautista, um, you know, and on Twitter said like we should do a, a, a buddy cop movie, comedy. and now like they're all these like big companies are bidding to make this movie happen, and I put this is me and, and Caesar. Oh, the great value, like, Jason Momoa and David Bautista. But like, I'm, yeah, random ass bot was just all like, oh, like like what the fuck did he say? Like, oh, did Dave like like did did Dave get over his CP addiction? And I was like. What? What? Which he did, by the way. What? He he did. He, he's he's over CP addiction. I don't I don't know what he. I didn't even know he had an addiction. It's like a pill. He I think he was addicted to pills. Oh, back, really? back when he was a wrestler. Yeah. Oh okay. Okay, so cause I was thinking about the other CP. What? The child porn. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's all I was like, what a fucking random ass thing to spew. I was like, that's a oh, terrible allegation. Yeah. yeah. I was and they like, just. It's just a random bot replied to your tweet. I, I, yeah, I guess. That's why I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, Dave, like, is that, that, that's why I was like, that's a such fucking strong allegation. Like, so just toss out there on yeah. the internet. Yeah. Oh, they said, your, your, your pill addiction, I would have been like, ah, whatever, that's your name, like, this is, but I was like, why the fuck is this tied to your reply? I was like, I was about to go in on that bot. I was like, go, go for it. You're about to get Russian hacked and shit. <laughs> um, talk about Russian hacks. So, no, I don't know where I was going with that. Segway. <laughs> um, no, 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 but yeah, obviously, like, I feel like uh, during that era of our previous president, a lot of, there was a lot of attacks towards the media, and then obviously, like, I felt like a lot of people blamed different countries for um, creating these biases, and, and obviously, Facebook is in a huge shit show right now because they, there's legitimate proof of them putting, making the algorithm so people can get mad at each other and, and force yeah. This like um, people have a stronger reaction to things that upset them versus not, things yeah. that they actually like enjoy. Um, which I think, and then this is why I always seen the rate the rise of podcasting and like alternative media news 
like people have now their own YouTube channel and their own like podcast where like oh you know CNN and Fox News are going to report like the the news for you go come watch my channel and you're gonna, like the Alex Jones and yeah. like the 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 girl that shit herself the gun girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well wait, that's that's another thing. Like I don't think it was ever truly confirmed that that photo is no, her. it's her. No, it's her. It's her from Kent State. So, yep. We're positive because I'm pretty okay. Hey, whatever you listen to is fake news. <laughs> 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 it confirms my bias. Okay. Yeah, no, I hate that. I hate um, that girl. <laughs> and then like, but then like you always uh, then you see like, what was it Amazon owns the Washington Post, the Washington Post, but then I think the New York Journal and the New York Times. So what does Google? I don't Google own something. One of those two. Everything. I can be something. <laughs> Everything. Everything. But like. You, like, is, there, 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 has, there has to be some truth where like these big companies no want, definitely yeah, want, I, like, their own narrative yeah. to be to be played and, and to which I understand the rise of independent journalism and the need for it I just I, I do support that I, I just hope that people are, are careful about it because if, if people want to be out here saying like you know this particular story is fake news, this journalist is full of shit, like, they're lying to us, all that. Fine, if you, if you feel that way, but then do legitimate research. Yeah. And then not to mention, like, I guess in, in reference to, like, the vaccine and, you know, the pandemic and everything, when people are like, I just want to do my own research. I want to know what that is. Yeah. I genuinely want to know. What is your methodology? Where are you going? Your mom's, what are, not, your mom's not an expert. Yeah. Your what are, not an what expert. are your sources? Facebook ain't an expert. Because when I say do your yeah. own research, I genuinely, I mean it, but I do want to also know where are you going for that research because yeah. that, that really changes things. That is the, and a huge thing in uh, like libraries and everything is what they teach us is being able to like understand large articles like that. So that's something mm-hmm. that most people might not have where like they see a huge article and they're like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to read I'm that. Gonna read like, that. I'm not going to yeah. read that. So they find information in small bits that confirms their bias or anything, and that's the that's a very sad thing to see. Is that like a lot of these articles usually in the top will tell you, hey, this is this is our findings, this is what we were trying to show you. Everything else is just the whole process that they took to get there. You can just jump to the conclusion and it'll tell you, hey, this is what we found, this is what we uh, the like what it's confirmed, what we're gonna work on next or anything. So it's like, yeah, these articles are like these people just being like, oh yeah, like. I did my own research. I did my own research. It's like, no, the fuck you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, no, you they're, like, they're like, the CDC, like, we can't trust. And the CDC, the only issue that I think they have right now is that they're being terrible about getting this information out to people. And it's like... They're I also really... feel like people just don't understand or refuse to accept how science works. Like, yeah. I'm not a scientist. I don't pretend to have any kind of knowledge in that. My, you know, my, my abilities are more so in writing, mm-hmm. yes, but... My favorite was, like, at the beginning of the pandemic when, you know, the CDC would come out with certain guidelines, like, you know, everyone wear a mask six feet away, whatever. And then a few months later, that information would change. They'd say, like, you know, okay, you guys can come within six feet of each other, but be careful or whatever. And then people would comment on that and be like, see, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Last month it was this. Now this month it's new regulation. And it's like, well you see science evolves and yeah. we learn more and that means that yeah the rules are going to change based on our knowledge that's how it works yeah that's my that's probably a big pet peeve of mine is that like people don't want to admit that they're wrong so they're just like no I'm just going to keep arguing against it it's like you can say you know what I don't know what I'm talking about so I'm just going to do what 
it's precautionary and cover my face or anything. And like again, I understand people. Like I got the vaccine. Yeah. Some people might be like, I don't know what can happen, and there is side effects to people. There's people who yeah. are immunocompressed that can't get it. So it's like, cool. Talk to your doctor about it if you have to, but don't fucking listen to Joe Schmo over here being like, they're gonna fucking chip you. It's like they're gonna do this. Like people are taking. Like, again, like, there is human ivermectin or whatever, but it's, like, people are, are going, and instead of just taking the vaccine, they're going for things that are, like, this might help, right? This yeah. might go... The horse drugs? Yeah. Or when they're, like, like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to put that in my body. I don't know what's in it. So every vaccine you ever took up until this point, you yeah. know every single thing that was in that vaccine. People, or what about the fact that you might smoke cigarettes? Do you know what the hell are in cigarettes? Yeah. Have you done your research there? And like people being like, oh, it was it was done very quickly. Well, first of all, like, the RNA research has been in, like, been researched for many years. And also, this was a global thing. So, of course, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to put a bunch of money behind it and yes. get that research and all the people and need And not to mention, it. isn't that what you all wanted? Mm-hmm. We wanted wanted a vaccine we were all panicking because this pandemic happened and we wanted to get out of it here's your solution and now you're like oh no i don't know it it happened too quickly like i don't know if i could trust that like people look at people come into my job and i think i told you about it we're like uh i don't even think i talked about it uh a couple probably a month or two ago this lady came in and uh one of my coworkers flagged me down they're like you gotta come over here and as soon as I got there, the lady wasn't wearing a mask. My coworker was asking her to wear a mask because it's a public building where you have to wear a mask. And the lady's all like, I'm waiting for my kid to get out of the bathroom. It's like, that's fine, but you still have to wear a mask. And she's like, I was just in here. No one told me about wearing a mask. It's like, literally, it was the day after the mandate got put back on. And I'm like, we just, like, here it is. Like, it is a mandate. And she's like, no, this is all liberal bullshit. And like, you're like, you're, you're traumatizing our kids and everything. I'm like, ma'am, if you want my card here it is if you want this here it is whatever and then she's just walking away and like she's trying to yell at my other coworker who's clearly visibly scared and I'm like no you're talking to me you're talking to me and as she was leaving as she was leaving she was like you can take all this liberal bullshit and shove it up your ass and I was like okay so I was like alright so I'm over here like 20 minutes to close and I'm like this is what happened today <laughs> you gotta write a report about it so see me in sales bro if you're a Trump supporter I'm a Trump supporter <laughs> as long as you buy oh my god as, as long as you buy this fucking Kia Soul, you can be a little Trump supporter everywhere you want. And you're like, some say that the Kia is the soul of America. <laughs> Bro, I'll be, I'll, be hitting, I'll be hitting people with that. Like, yeah, like, like I remember, visit, like, I remember, like, when I first started, and I was like, one of the first tellers I ever sold. Um, I was like, I only buy American. And I'm like, I'm like, that's why I'm gonna go check out the Durango. I'm gonna check out the Ford Explorer. I'm like, sir, these are all made in Mexico. He's like, for real? Dude, I Googled that shit right in front of me. I'm like, where's, where's a Ford Explorer? Ford Explorer is made in Ecuador. The fucking, the fucking uh, Chrysler, the majority of it's like in, they, the people want to think it's in, um, in either in Detroit or in, up in Rockford. Bro, the majority is made in Mexico. That's funny. And then, right? I, and then I showed him like, look, the Tulare is made in West Point, Georgia. It's American made. And the American jobs is like, well, I got to buy it now. Oh, no. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what? I can't fault you for that because, like, your job is based on selling, like, yeah, hey, man, have you got yeah, tricks of people? I'm surprised that more people haven't been, like, like, cause, again, there's some times where I'm like, man, how easy would it be to just start a podcast or something and spew the same vitriol and bullshit that other people do and get backed by all these fucking people and just take their fucking money? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm surprised more people haven't been like, yo, like, I'm just kidding. I'm a fucking... I'm a, I'm a huge ass Democrat. Just like, out here trolling. Oh yeah. Well, that's what they say. Some some people are like they're like fake. Like I mean, people always said that like Trump was like the low key Democrat. 
And then, like, he just ran for president as a Republican yeah. because he knew he was going to get voted in. Yeah. Um, well, it's an hour in. Damn. Any, anything else? What was your top, what was your other top three coins? My top, my top other three. You know, when you asked, uh, I didn't expect to get asked, so there's a lot of bullish coins right now. Bullish. So, you know, we're in the bull market, so like I said, Cardano, Polkadot, I throw Solana's a big one, Avalanche, and XRP, once they beat this case with the, you know, the SEC, SEC. I definitely think there's a where, 100 Where's, where's Dogecoin at? And where's Shiba at, bro? Buy all the sheep you can, okay? I'm going to be a Shiba millionaire. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be people, a Shiba People are getting I've millions from Shiba. I've never invested in crypto to. Y'all gonna be rich, but don't they get for your fucking taxes? I got my gains. I got my gains from Sheep, and then just bought or sold out. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. Put it into some other coins. Yeah, I need to pull out soon, but I pull out game. Pull out game. That's a separate topic. There's a whole separate topic. You speak Spanish, bro. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Do you do? Do you still speak Italian? I can read it better than I can speak it. Taste something right now. No. See? No. No. No, because I studied, yeah, I studied German and Italian. German in high school and then Italian in college. Hit me with the German. Ich bin ein Hunger. I don't know what I'm hungry. Ich bin. Ich bin, yeah. Uh, there's, there's actually a decent sushi spot down the street. Oh, yeah? Sushi house. It's on you? Hell no. <laughs> um, you make good money, I heard, on the last bro. couple podcasts. You'd be talking about how you make good money. money right? But I'm over here volunteering. No, not to mention, back back in college, I remember you were like, I'm going to get a job as a librarian. They'd be making this amount of money. I'm going to be living good. Now you're here. Bro, and, and Eric knew how to do your job before you even got a degree. He knew the Dewey Decibel system. Well, man can't even count to ten. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I could give it a go, but... <laughs> this man believing in imaginary coins. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, this man playing Super Mario talking about hey, this is a new crypto right here. Give me some coins. <laughs> uh, Angela, where can uh, the audience find you, or if you want to put your your social media handles, or where can they find your articles? Yeah, uh, go to thetakeout.com. Um, I'd be posting on there all the time. Uh, also, I just made my Twitter public, which is scary. Um, you can... You don't have any stalkers anymore? That's a separate topic also. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I kind of am thinking about changing the iconic uh, Twitter handle, but it's Pangy, P-A-N-G-I-E underscore Bay, B-A-E. So it's yeah, very professional. I know. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to give it to my coworkers, which I did, and they follow me. And I was like, I'm so sorry that this is well, what I have. Well, like it's like talk about talk about handles. It's been like ten plus years, and Twitter still doesn't. Uh, not Twitter. Snapchat doesn't still let you like edit them. Or edit them. Yeah. My my Snapchat has sixteen in it because I was sixteen when I made it, and I can't change it. <laughs> yeah, mine still. C-Tega? C-Tega 94? It was been C-Tega 94? Yeah, it's always... Yeah, mine, everything. Mine and on Snapchat is that, that young guy, 25. Yeah. And Which, then, I don't I don't know where that came from. I don't know, me either. You but, just came up with that? I mean, my original Twitter handle was Superman TMT because I'm a big uh, Ninja Turtles fan. I was, I was a Ninja Turtle for four years in college. I know. And I'm a big Superman I know. Fan. We all know. We all know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> this guy fucked all this because I never, I never played it. Like, and I'm going to end up giving it to uh, uh, Plato's Cause or whatever. But uh, yeah, this is an amazing episode. I'm, I'm glad you came. I'm Thanks glad. for inviting me. 
Eric was also involved. Yeah. Well, I, we got a little, guest I got a little involved, but yeah. we'll we'll have you on another episode, just yeah. you know, so you yeah. can see not talk. And, well, you know, in the episodes previous, I was gonna have Angela on the podcast, and I'm like, well, I gotta bring her, so I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get any recognition, so I was like, you know what? If it she's a special guest, why am I gonna talk? To her? <laughs> I honestly thought I was like, man, if Eric's petty, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get a text. I'm like, can you pick me up in the train? Cause the train's right here. <laughs> I low key could have taken the train. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't even mention it. Oh, no, he's like, oh, he'll be here, but yeah, we probably won't hey, talk about this now. Right now, we're gonna talk about the Chola Life. All right, remember? Uh, yes, we clarified. Uh, there t- is no Chola Life. The Quarter Life Podcast into the Chola Verse. That's the that's the. Uh, <laughs> I'll call it. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the episode podcast. Uh, next next time when we just have uh, Eric, it's gonna be. Uh, Angie's gonna drive. Uh, OMGs, I got no knees. OMGs, I got no knees. We just gotta talk about. Do you just name all the episodes? Nah, bro. I just I get some bangers. <laughs> there's some. There's some. That sometimes, like, I have to think about it. Just like what we talked about. Right. Um. Other than that, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, this is the Core Life Podcast. Go follow us on all social medias as TQLPOD. 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 Yep. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> 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 um. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh yeah.